This is an Area Code podcast. You're listening to The Table of Malcontents, where Aaron Armstrong, Dave Schrader, and Barnabas Piper talk about the books they love and a few they really don't to help you be a better reader. Hey guys, welcome to today's episode of The Table of Malcontents. I'm Aaron, and with me, of course, are Dave and Barnabas. Guys. Yo. We're going to... We're... We're having a good day. We've we, we uh, are. we've been rolling. We're, we we have been. We a lot of podcasts today, but it's yeah. A lot of fun. I mean, this is the most energy we've ever had in a Friday. Absolutely, guys. Um, it's guys, it's it's still early in the new year. We yeah. haven't been totally beaten down by <laughs> life and misery and yeah. budgets, failed, budgets, <laughs> budgets, and failed resolutions. That's right. And sick kids and don't do all the other Friday stuff in August. How about that? Yeah. yeah, like when we were doing Friday before the holidays. Like the end of the year is just a dog. It's yeah. a tough time of year to do anything. So fair. We're we're better now, guys. We're That's better. fair. You know, we we we, we year, still have new, some hope. New year, new <laughs> us. That's right. That's I'm right. not utterly jaded yet. I should, right. get to, I should get to work writing my book about happiness and expectations now. You really should. Are you allowed to share what the title is, or does it have a real the title working yet? title, it's, and I say working for listeners, mm-hmm. low industry talk, working what? title is what you call a book until it has been finalized in the actual title. So the working title is Expecting Happiness. Mm. And mm. I don't remember. Work it, baby. I don't remember work the working subtitle. That's okay. Mm. That's okay. And who is publishing this book? It is by The Good Book Company. Mm, excellent. Well, it's by me, published yes. by The Good Book Company. Yes. And Wonderful. no ghostwriters, in case anybody was wondering. I do my own writing. That's, yeah, I'm proud of you for that. You've yeah, come a long way. That's so I, nice. I right feel there. like I kind of handed off the Pastor's Kid project and was yeah. like, hey, I don't know anything about this. Somebody else write this up. I'll just put my name on it. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't. It, it turned out okay. Yeah. Uh, but this one I figured I should write myself. Yeah. Yeah, also, usually a good idea. That was Complete lie. That was a complete lie, and I feel like I should say that because somebody will believe me, and then I'll, and then I'll be offended that somebody thought I had that ghost written. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Well, I love it. What are we doing today? <laughs> well, we're, we're talking about. Well, we're, we're we're talking about that, but we're doing rapid fire questions. Yeah. This is Goodreads part trois. Um, this is <laughs> our know. third time around yeah. with Trace uh, answering Goodreads questions. We yeah. didn't have a chance to uh, call out, call, make, put in a call for good listener questions yeah. this no. time. But but we but let's do that. Yeah, yeah. yeah we're gonna. There will be a fourth one if that's this right. Keeps you know, we have yeah. a, we have so much fun, and there's so much popular demand on these, i.e., that we want to do them. Right. Um, that uh, that we're we're gonna keep doing it till we don't want to do it anymore. Right. So. Um, and then we'll do something else that we want to do. And I that'll be it. fine. I love it. All right, let's get right so to let's, it. Let's All do right? it because we, we want right. to try to get this I, done. I have a bunch of good questions. They, the, the guys here have not uh, seen them, so I clearly – but I haven't thought about these. So, All right, here you go. All right, let's do this. Dinner with three authors, living or dead. Who do you got? Three authors, living or dead. Three authors. Um, Ooh. Ernest Hemingway. Mm-hmm. Because that that wow. party will go that all is night. Gonna, that's, well. I won't remember any of it, and it'll go all night. Um, that's can I can I, I just here's hang the thing? Out? I don't really want to read his stuff. Yeah. I just want to have yeah, dinner with him. Yeah. Um, let's see. Who else? Uh, Leif Anger, because I didn't get a chance to meet him. Yeah, Ooh, sorry. So yep, I'm, yep, yep, I'm yep. going to keep this bit going by being Gosh. bitter until I get a chance to meet him. <laughs> also, Man. based on the, the feedback on that podcast and what you guys have said, he seems like he's a real good hang and tons of fun to just yeah. chill with. He seems like a really good. Yeah. Ab- yeah oh, absolutely. yeah. I wouldn't yeah. know. 
but he seems awesome. I, yeah, I, I, I uh, Leif, you know, I hope you're listening. You know, <laughs> we, we had fun, but but like there was a little bit of fear. Like, ah, what if I don't like him? Because yeah. like you know, it's that fear. Like you, you love their writing, you followed him for years, but then wait, what if they're a jerk? What if whatever? I didn't yeah. think that, but and he yeah. was and definitely not. Yes. that. No, and then great. I think my third one would be James Baldwin. Ooh, because he just seems like sort of one of those omni-competent yeah. speakers, writers yeah. about kind of all things culture, religion. He's He was a novelist. He was an essayist. He was yeah. a speaker. He's incredibly articulate, mm-hmm. incredibly bold mm-hmm. at a time when that just wasn't very accepted. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think – think he would be mm-hmm. super fascinating and i think those three would be a real interesting mix oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. absolutely yeah yeah for so, sure so so hemingway anger and baldwin yeah. would be my three mm-hmm. okay and of that's course good. that's that's, that's good. with good. zero seconds to think about no no that's yeah a, that, that, that's a good list right there I, i'd like to just hang out at least serve you guys um You'd be real Content busy. Content beverages. You would be yeah, real. You, you would be real busy yeah. if you were serving beverages. Oh God! Man, I know. <laughs> Hemingway would keep you hopping. Quick thing on Hemingway. True. Did, did true. you um, uh, did you guys ever see Midnight in Paris? I did. I love the guy who plays Hemingway. That's one of the yeah, who funniest. Did play him? Do you remember? Oh no, man, it, it is so funny. We, we'll, mm. uh, Aaron, I'll send you a link to a scene with yes, Hemingway, please. and then it's one of the funniest scenes of all time. Nice. And it's like. It, like they gave him like very little direction on how Hemingway really was. Just like I want you to take the embodiment of everyone thinks Hemingway is like, mm-hmm. and then just do it. And he was perfect. So you'll just yeah. Oh yeah yeah. It was uh, nice. it was Corey Stoll. Yes. Who is also he was in like uh, oh, House of Cards. House of Cards. He's the villain in Ant Man, the first yeah. one. Yep. 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 He's yep. The bad guy in Ant Man. Yep. And yeah. then and then Tom Hiddleston played F. Scott Fitzgerald. That's right. This is yeah. a killer cast. Oh, it's man. great. It's one of my how favorite never, Woody how, Allen films. It's a Woody how, Allen film. Yeah, it's, I know. That's why. Well, here's the thing. They, yeah. they they also, they pitched it like it was a almost like a rom-com. That was kind of the way yeah. it was presented, which yeah. way undersold the, yeah. like, the What humor, the actual thing was about. The thoughtfulness, the yeah. imagined, like, it was, and yeah. the soundtrack is also, if you like jazz, oh, it's, great. Yeah. it's mm. awesome. They're transported back to 19... 19- Early mm-hmm. 1920s yeah. Paris, you know, the lost generation of writers and artists. And uh, yeah. was it? Owen Wilson is the one. Owen who, he, every, like, so he's uh-huh. a modern day writer who's like kind of struggling to get things done. And he goes, he kind of finds his way to a portal back in time yeah. while visiting Paris. It's, I mean, it's an utterly that's, random plot. But that's really, kind of amazing. Aaron, three, three yeah. authors to have with. Uh, uh, Nick Hornby. Um, just because snark, he'd be fun. Yeah, um, I've never read any Nick Hornby. Years, mm. you just got to fix that this year. That's part of your reading goals. Uh, at some point, I don't know if I can fit it in 2019. Although okay. there's a lot of year left. That's true. There is a one. lot of year. That's yes. Good. So Nick Hornby, because um, he just, you think he'd just be fun. He'd just be fun, and I like, like yeah. I like fun his books. Yeah. Um, I like, yeah, I like his books, and I think he'd be an interesting guy. Yep. to hang mm-hmm. out with. Um, I think. Um, Let's see here. Who else would I want on that? Terry Pratchett, who um, was a absurdist fantasy comedy writer. Um, he would have just just to see what happens. <laughs> I feel like fantasy writers, when I've heard them interviewed, are usually they're like not that. Like all yeah. of their well, all of weird. the fun comes out on the page, and like they're just sort of like shy retiring people. Doesn't mean they're not like well, wonderful that's people. What, just like they they just but seem see sort of that's flat. but see that's what I that's what I would want to find out is okay. is like w- what is this person's personality yeah. really like? I feel like brilliant actors and brilliant fantasy writers 
are mm-hmm. are just sort of like they're kind of zero in a social context from what I've gathered. Mm-hmm. That's fair. So that's, that's two. Fair. That's two. And um, I would go with hmm. – I mean I could go – I could go high literary – you know, kind of, you know, snooty. Yeah. Now comes the um, question of, are you trying to impress the audience or are you trying to be honest? Yeah. And that's, that's the thing. And that's what I'm certainly wrestling not going right to impress now. us. No, of course so. not. I never impress you guys. So nope. Scott, S- Scott so, Snyder, so who is, that is either. Um, he is best known as a comic book writer. Um, and he currently writes, um, what is he currently writing? He's currently writing justice league for DC comics. Okay. Um, he just writes like, big fun rock and roll kind of you know smash you in the face comic books yep. and they're great fun that i i enjoy how your list and my list have zero things in common exactly i mean i genuinely mine. enjoy that i think yeah. it's delightful dave mine won't really either um <laughs> all right so i actually i didn't add, i was looking around on goodreads real quick to see if there's anything that would contradict what i wrote originally so all right, I got Teddy Roosevelt because he was – I mean, yes, we know him as president. Uh, but I just think he would just be a party in a similar way to Hemingway. Uh, not 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 the drinking, just like the storytelling. You feel like the guy has lived life. Do you think it's he looking. would be a fun hanger like one of those guys who just bloviates and dominates the conversation? You got like big voice Teddy at the end You'd of the table who's like, all right, everybody, did you hear about my adventure to, to – the Serengeti, and you're like, oh, I knew shut he up, was. Teddy. I knew he was going to knock, you know, one of mine right here. Well, well there, no, there's a question. I'm asking. I think, I think, I think he would dominate he the conversation. Burgundy? Absolutely, but that's the whole point. Like, I want to hear from him. <laughs> Is he Ron Burgundy? I would want to hear. Yeah, exactly. Uh, by the way, before I even started, too, I thought kind like, of a big deal. Everybody, <laughs> <laughs> see how good I look. <laughs> Got some breaking news. <laughs> anyway, Dave, you were saying. I thought, like, well, there's a lot of comedians who've written books, but, like, that's not fair because you don't like them because of what they wrote or whatever they did in you relation the book to writing. Because they're a comedian. Yeah, because they're comedians. Yeah, right. So that you can't do them. Right. All right. So um, Harper Lee, because I just want to know for sure that she did not <laughs> um, endorse uh, the second book being published, um, mm. Go Set a Watchman. Um, yeah, I, I just it. want that confirmed. Yeah. No, I didn't. I refuse to read yeah. it because I don't believe she said this should be published. I think. If you didn't publish it way back then, or even somewhere in that zone, you didn't want it published. And yeah, really she dies mysteriously that within that you know few months after the book coming out. Oh yeah, or if you were someone before, moving her hand, like is she writing this or signing this contract? Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I I'm just curious. That's like the random one. I don't. I mean, conversationally. Also, sure, I think it would be fascinating to talk to Harper Lee because. It's the one, like, it's a seminal book and then nothing else. Right. Like, the mindset of that person, like, just... Can you do the, that? The life of the person, like, what was her life like prior and then yeah. post yeah. Uh, To Kill a Mockingbird? Because yeah. that's, I guess, that's all she ever wrote. Right. Yeah. So. You know, I I, I then thought, like, I, oh, I wrote down, you're going to laugh, first I wrote was Shakespeare. I'm like, oh, gosh, that would be annoying. <laughs> You know what I mean? I mean? You could ask him. I know. You I could ask him so if he annoying. actually wrote his plays. Uh, that's true. I just you don't could. Care. Yeah, but he would lie to me. He would like quote something that he already wrote. Uh, so or I would or say somebody else, and you wouldn't know the difference. Mm. Yeah, um, uh, I would say like David McCullough. He's still alive. You know, historian. I just love uh, hearing him interviewed. Is fascinating. I think he would be the conversationalist yeah. um, about things of history as opposed to Teddy just talking to me, and I would be entertained either which way. 
But I love David McCall. I love hearing him interviewed. He's fascinating. And then he would write a book called Dinner with Teddy. Yeah, that's right. And <laughs> sell millions off the idea I introduced. He wrote a book Absolutely. called Mornings on Horseback, which is about the upbringing of Teddy. That's which was, true. It wasn't that's one of true. McCullough's better, but No, Teddy, it was an early one. Yeah, yeah just, I know, in the 80s you wrote it or something. Yeah. It, was, it was just a little mundane. Yeah. But it wasn't bad. Yeah. Yeah, mm. there yes, you go. There was zero overlap between our list. That's I know. Fun. That's okay. Yeah, I like it. Okay, here, here you go. Keep I going. I kind of answered this for me, but I'll find another one. All right. If you got the chance to talk to one of these people and you could only ask one question, what would it be? So one of the people you okay, just so named. We well, yeah, one of the people oh, named that you had dinner. What, if you could only question. ask one question, what would it be? Ow. That's so mine, I, I'm, I'm going to come up with a new one, but my Harper Lee one would be that, yeah, what I explained. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Um, I would ask Leif Anger, hey, can we record another podcast so that I can actually be on it? <laughs> <laughs> I think that's uh, I think that's a Leif, good question. I'm going to text him right now. I don't. I'm going to text him that question I don't right know that now. that's my actual answer to this, but that's the first question that popped into my head. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Uh, what do you got? Well, I'm surprised you your question for right Leif, Leif wasn't uh, can we be, be can we be best friends? Yeah. Now you guys are already best friends with him. I don't want to intrude. I'm you, you yeah. know, I'm left out. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Um, keep it purely professional. Yeah. All right. <laughs> oh god. I'm trying to All think right. of, on a on a more like you know. actual oh. note. I'm trying yeah. to think of the, the the person I would have the most questions for. So my list again was Hemingway. Hemingway. Uh, Anger and James Baldwin. Yeah, I'd have on. more questions for Baldwin than the other two because, again, I don't care yeah. about the writing of Ernest Hemingway at all. Yeah. I think he is. He lived a fascinating life, and I think he would tell yeah. amazing stories, and I think he would. We keep just the said party dinner rocking. to have a yeah. good time. That's all it is. So yeah. I don't care about we're, that. We, when I'm getting the questions, you know, I think so. Anger is yeah. like. The way that he writes and publishes books, it's got a Harper Lee aspect to it, which is like he publishes a book like every nine years. Yeah. So he's not a mm -hmm. he's not a prolific author in that sense. And so it's the books are kind of like they almost just stand alone. And so he's just somebody who I would be fascinated to be around because I'm like, who is the guy who can write those kinds of characters? Yeah. Because that's mm -hmm. a rare feat. Yeah. So Baldwin is the guy who's the issues guy. Yeah. And yeah. he's thoughtful and he's yeah. dealt, he, you know, he kind of had a foot in different religious, like grew up in church, was around the nation of Islam, yeah. saw, saw this. I think I would just have endless questions for yeah. him about the path of America through the civil rights era yeah. up to like, where are we now and where do we need to go? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because Love the it. man was as insightful and incisive yeah. as any writer in the last hundred years. Yeah. Mm. Love it. Love it. I would just ask Teddy the basic question. All right, you got to tell me what's fact and fiction of how you talk about yourself. You know, <laughs> it's the thing about you know Churchill. You know, history is written by the victors, right? Yeah. yeah. And so, and Teddy writes like a victor, even though there was no he didn't do battle. Anything. Yeah. Well, there was yeah battle besides of San Juan. But, besides, like national parks. Right. So, but like, if no one's there to witness some of these things, what really happened? You know what I mean? So there's yeah. a, there's a legend. There's a uh, yeah. yeah. I, that, you want to get past the mystique. I right. think my question for I'm Teddy would be like, yeah. how the heck did you end up next to those other presidents in South Dakota? You know, you know why, right? Yes, I know why, but okay. like, but there's that's not a, really an answer. Something for him, he created a legend. You know, it's it's he like he does not deserve to be on Mount Rushmore. He's the the financiers were friends with them, yes, right? That's how it is, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, it's just like in a college, if you cut a big check, your name ends up on a building. Apparently, if you're a president, you cut a big check. 
And your, South, your, face your face ends, ends up, up on, on a mountain. mountain. And South, South Dakota gets tourism dollars. So there you <laughs> go. Yay, it's, <laughs> a win, it's a win. Yeah. Good, good for them. <laughs> uh, oh, there you go. Gosh. You would have picked different people if you knew this question was coming. Yeah. I probably would have, but uh, what question would I want to ask one of these guys? I mean, apparently, apparently. So, so listeners, it's this fun. is twice now in you know, our recording sessions well that there. Siri has uh, it rudely interrupted my uh, and both train times. Of she said, basically, I don't understand. I, know. I don't understand. I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't. She Canadian doesn't. Talk. Hey Siri, what did Lauren ask? <laughs> oh Siri. Oh, the answer I found is twelve seventy three BC. Okay, there we go. That's, that just got really weird, but sure, that says, that's okay. Oh, Siri thought I asked when did Aaron ask, and so twelve seventy three BC is when the biblical and Quranic character, who is Aaron the high priest, asked mm. a question. There he we go. He asked a question in twelve seventy three BC. Fantastic. Thanks, thanks, Siri. <laughs> love it, love it, love it. Mm. There we go. So I would, um, I would not ask Siri any more questions. That's for sure. Don't say Siri mm. anymore. Okay, but uh, I think. I would really want to ask – I'd actually want to ask Snyder, I think, what what is it that drives you completely batty about the kind of work that you do? Hmm. Like just because it's a, it's a very he, different – Can he ask us that question back? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. <laughs> right. I would like to vent. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, I mean, this is the thing: is, is it's a very yeah. different style of yeah. writing. Because yeah. I mean, it's it is. it's script writing over mm-hmm. over narrative or like prose, um, and that's hard to write. Yeah, and hard to write well. But there are some people who just like that more. Like that's, that's true. their like screenwriters. Yeah. I mean, not no screenwriters usually write other things too. But like, sure. there's a lot of people who just that's that's their yeah. There I mean, I'm gonna be medium. I'm gonna be honest. I don't have a good question. Apparently like, not. well, clearly, <laughs> but I mean, like, honestly, I just I I'd be curious about what is it that, like, I'm always curious what people read. Um, like, that's a natural question. You for would me ask to him ask. Goodreads questions. I would ask. I might ask him who what, what writers would you like to go go to dinner with? He's We're looking around. He's like, not these jokers. <laughs> he's like, I would like to be anywhere so else but here. So bad. <laughs> what are you reading right now? Who is your Jack Reacher sucker punch of the week? Those would be my questions. <laughs> we do have to. Yeah. We we'll do, get there. We do need we'll to ask there. them that. That's for sure. Yep. Oh, so if, if there was a character that you would like to punch in his stupid face, what would it be? <laughs> We're going to pause on that Next one. question. Next question. Yep. All right. What's the one book in your library you would never let someone borrow? I don't lend any because, of my books to people because I never get them back. Well, no, I know because yeah, I've, I've had many, many lost. I'm I know. More likely to yeah, and I know where they are. I know who they are. You know, some of them are out of state, which makes it tricky. But, out of the country. Uh, out of the country for Aaron, yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I, What's one? Like, I, I, I know be, you have it I for good reason. I would be quicker to buy a book and give it to someone than I would lend a book of mine. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, uh, yep. That, that's what I've done with Peace Like a River. I've just, I just buy a Like, I'm not going to yeah. lend that out. I've got a yeah. first edition now I, signed copy. I <laughs> I'm should, not doing yeah. yeah. I think next time I'm at McKay's, I should just buy – all the books that, yes, that you would people would like to borrow and then yep. be like, here, this is this is just a copy. Absolutely. For you. And it'll yes. cost you like three dollars. Yes. For seventy five copies. I was gonna say you're buying yeah. the high end books, three dollars. Yeah. No, I meant for of, all the yeah, copies. Say, you buy out of there we walk out of there yeah. with yeah. a bag of books for that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, one book. Aaron, does anything come to mind readily for you? I feel like you probably have like a comic book that's like a first edition or something more collectory. Or is um, it or was it is no, there some really. sentimental no, value no. to how okay. it was given yeah. to you, um, why you want it? 
beautiful edition. I don't know. I mean, there's not a lot of stuff that I that I like to like. You're I don't have collect- a lot of stuff that is that is in that. Like, so it's like for the most part, it's yeah. just like I'm fine to to let you read whatever. And you're assuming um, you could easily get a copy again. Yeah. From somewhere else. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I have a handful of books that have been given to me that that were like I have the the complete yeah. works of Jonathan Edwards, a two volume set that my dad gave to me. And he mm-hmm. wrote a little note in the front. Oh. Like nobody's ever yeah. borrowing those from no. me. If you touch them on my shelf, I might stab you in the hand. Like yeah. I just yeah. it, those are those are those are sort of a no fly zone. Yeah, uh, sure. I see. mean, my Virgil Wander copy would probably fall into that category because it's no because yeah, it's signed. signed. Yeah, yeah. Anything signed. Oh, sure. These are such jerks. I know. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know. Let me think. Um, I think yeah, I think it would just have to be that in terms of yeah. like the the hard no, not ever. Yeah, yeah. you know, because I think another way to phrase this would be like, if you you know. If you absolutely had to get rid of all your books, like what are the last ones to go? And it would be those. Like I would get yeah. free in whatever context. But in general, I'll buy you a book before I lend you a book. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's just yeah. That's just the Fair. reality. Because I'm never yeah. – I've lent a handful of books. I have a Lord of the Rings set. It shows like the cheap paperback set. And it's missing the two towers because I lent it to someone in college oh. and they never returned it. And I know oh. who he is. Are you going to call him out on this podcast? No. Because I'm not that kind of person on this podcast. He's a, good, on the happy he's a good person. <laughs> and uh, I'm I'm improving as a person. That was my yeah. that was one of that was one of my New Year's resolutions. I like this is the uh, this is the this is the podcast where where Barnabas shows all of his virtuous qualities. He is and, virtuous. Uh, You're listening to The Table of Malcontents, where Aaron Armstrong, Dave Schrader, and Barnabas Piper talk about the books they love and a few they really don't to help you be a better reader. Hey guys, welcome to today's episode of The Table of Malcontents. I'm Aaron, and with me, of course, are Dave and Barnabas. Guys. Yo. We're going to... We're... We're having a good day. We've we, we uh, are. we've been rolling. We're, we we have been. We a lot of podcasts today, but it's yeah. A lot of fun. I mean, this is the most energy we've ever had in a Friday. Absolutely, guys. Um, it's guys, it's, it's still early in the new year. We yeah. haven't been totally beaten down by <laughs> life and misery and yeah. budgets, failed, budgets, <laughs> budgets, and failed resolutions. That's right. And sick kids and don't do all the other Friday stuff in August. How about that? Yeah. yeah, like when we were doing Friday before the holidays, like the end of the year is just a dog. It's yeah. a tough time of year to do anything. Sure. So fair. We're we're better now, guys. We're That's fair. You know, we we we, we year, still have new, some hope. New year, new us. <laughs> That's right. That's I'm right. not utterly jaded yet. That's I should right. get to, I should get to work writing my book about happiness and expectations now. You really should. Are you allowed to share what the title is, or does it have a real the title? The working yet? title. It's, and I say working for listeners. Low industry talk. Working what? title is what you call a book until it has been finalized in the actual title. So the working title is expecting happiness. Mm. And mm. I don't remember work it, baby. I don't remember work the working subtitle. That's okay. Mm. That's okay. And who is publishing this book? It is by The Good Book Company. Mm, excellent. Well, it's by me, published yes. by The Good Book Company. Yes. And Wonderful. no ghostwriters, in case anybody was wondering. I do my own writing. That's, yeah, I'm proud of you for that. You've yeah, come a long know. way. That's so I, nice. Right I feel there. like I kind of handed off the Pastor's Kid project and was yeah. like, hey, I don't know anything about this. Somebody else write this up. I'll just put my name on it. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't. It, it turned out okay. Yeah. Uh, but this one I figured I should write myself. Yeah. Yeah, also, usually a good idea. That was complete lie. That was a complete lie and I feel like I should say that because somebody will believe me and then I'll 
And then I'll be offended that somebody thought I had that ghost written. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Well, I love it. What are we doing today? <laughs> well, we're, we're talking about. Well, we're, we're talking about that, but we're doing rapid fire questions. Yeah. This is Goodreads part trois. What's, what's um, this is <laughs> our know. third time around yeah. with Trace uh, answering Goodreads questions. Yeah. We didn't have a chance to uh, call out, call, make, put in a call for good listener questions yeah. this time. But but we but let's do that. Yeah, yeah. yeah we're gonna. There will be a fourth one if that's this right. Keeps you know, we have yeah. a, we have so much fun, and there's so much popular demand on these, i.e., that we want to do them. Right. Um, that uh, that we're we're gonna keep doing it till we don't want to do it anymore. Right. So. Um, and then we'll do something else that we want to do. And I that'll be it. fine. I love it. All right, let's get right so to let's, it. Let's do right? it. Because we, we want right. to try to get this I, done. I have a bunch of good questions. They, the the guys here have not uh, seen them, so I clearly – but I haven't thought about these. So, all right, here you go. All right, let's do this. Dinner with three authors, living or dead. Who do you got? Three authors, living or dead. Three authors. Um, Ooh. Ernest Hemingway. Mm-hmm. Because that that wow. party will go that all is night. Gonna, that's, <laughs> I won't remember any of it, and it'll go all night. Um, that's can I can I, I just here's hang the thing? Out? I don't really want to <laughs> read his stuff. Yeah. I just want to have yeah, dinner with him. Yeah. Um, let's see. Who else? Uh, Leif Anger, because I didn't get a chance to meet him. Yeah, Ooh, sorry. So yep, I'm, yep, yep, I'm yep. going to keep this bit going by being Gosh. bitter until I get a chance to meet him. <laughs> also, yeah. based on the, the feedback on that podcast and what you guys have said, he seems like he's a real good hang and tons of fun to just yeah. chill with. He seems like a really good yeah, – Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I wouldn't yeah. know, but he seems awesome. I, yeah. I, 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 uh, Leif, you know, I hope you're listening. You know, <laughs> we, we had fun, but – but like there was a little bit of fear, like ah, what if I don't like him? Because yeah. like you know, it's that fear, like you you love their writing, you followed him for years, but then wait, what if they're a jerk? What if whatever? I didn't yeah. think that, but and he yeah. was and definitely not. Yeah. that. No, and then great. I think my third one would be James Baldwin, Ooh, because he just seems like sort of one of those omnicompetent, yeah, speakers, writers yeah. about kind of all things culture, religion. He's, he was a novelist. He was an essayist. He was yeah. a speaker. He's incredibly articulate, mm-hmm. incredibly bold mm-hmm. at a time when that just wasn't very accepted. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I think he would be mm-hmm. super fascinating. And I think those three would be a real interesting mix. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, for so, sure. So Hemingway, Anger, and Baldwin yeah. would be my three. Okay. And, of that's course, good. that's, that's, that's good. with that's good. zero seconds to think about. No, no. That's, yeah. a, that, that's a good list right there. I, I'd like to just hang out at least serve you guys um, – You'd be real Content busy. Content beverages. You would be yeah, real. You, you would be real busy yeah. if you were serving beverages. Oh god, I know. <laughs> Hemingway would keep you hopping. Quick thing on Hemingway. True, did, did, you, uh, uh, did you guys ever see Midnight in Paris? I did. I love the guy who plays Hemingway. That's one of yeah, the who funniest. Yeah, who did play Do you remember? Oh I man, it is it so funny. We, we'll, mm. uh, Aaron, I'll send you a link to a scene with yes, Hemingway, please. and then it's one of the funniest scenes of all time. Nice. And it's like. It, like they gave him like very little direction on how Hemingway really was. Just like I want you to take the embodiment of everyone thinks Hemingway is like, mm-hmm. and then just do it. And he was perfect. So you'll just yeah. Oh yeah there yeah. It was uh, nice. it was Corey Stoll. Yes. Who is also he was in like uh, oh, House, he was, of Cards. House of Cards. He's the villain season. in Ant Man, the first yeah. one. Yep. 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 He's yep. The bad guy in Ant Man. Yep. And yeah. then and then Tom Hiddleston played F. Scott Fitzgerald. That's right. This had yeah. a killer cast. Oh it's man. Great. It's one of my how favorite never, Woody how, Allen films. It's a Woody how, Allen film. Yeah, it's, I know. That's why. Well, here's the thing. They, yeah. they they also, they pitched it like it was a almost like a rom-com. That was kind of the way yeah. it was presented, which yeah. way undersold the, yeah. like, the What humor, the actual thing yes. was about. The thoughtfulness, the yeah. imagined, like, it was 
And yeah. the soundtrack is also, if you like jazz, it's, great. Yeah. it's mm. awesome. The, they're transported back to 19, mm-hmm. early 1920s yeah. Paris, you know, the lost generation of writers and artists and uh, yeah. was it? Owen Wilson is the one. Owen who, he, every, like, so he's mm-hmm. a modern day writer who's like kind of struggling to get things done. And he goes, he kind of finds his way to a portal back in time yeah. while visiting Paris. It's, I mean, it's an utterly that's, random plot. But that's really kind funny. of amazing. Aaron, I three, three yeah. authors to have dinner with. Uh, uh, Nick Hornby. Um, just because snark, he'd be fun. Yeah, um, fun. I've never read any Nick Hornby. Years, mm. you just got to fix that this year. That's part of your reading goals. Uh, at some point, I don't know if I can fit it in 2019. Although okay. there's a lot of year left. That's true. There's That's a one. lot of year. That's yes. Good. So Nick Hornby, because um, he just you think he'd just be fun. He'd just be fun, and I like like yeah. I like fun his books. Yeah. Um, I like yeah, I like his books. It, I think he'd be an interesting guy. Yep. to hang mm. out with. Um, I think. Um, Let's see here. Who else would I want on that? Terry Pratchett, who um, was a absurdist fantasy comedy writer. Um, he would have just 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 to see what happens. <laughs> I feel like fantasy writers, when I've heard them interviewed, are usually they're not like, that like all yeah. of their well, all of weird. the fun comes out on the page, and like they're just sort of like shy retiring people. Doesn't mean they're not like well, wonderful that's people. What, just like they they just but seem see sort that's of flat. but see that's what I that's what I would want to find out is okay. is like what is this person's personality yeah. really like? I feel like brilliant actors and brilliant fantasy writers are mm-hmm. are just sort of like. They're kind of zero in a social context, from what I've gathered. Mm. That's fair. So that's, that's two. Fair. That's two. And um, I would go with. Hmm. I mean, I could go. I could go high literary. You know, kind of. You know, snooty. Yeah. Now comes the um, question of: Are you trying to impress the audience, or are you trying to be honest? Yeah, and that's that's the thing, and that's what I'm certainly not going right to impress now. us. No, of course so. not. I never impress you guys. So nope. Scott S- Scott so, Snyder, so who is that is either. Um, he is best known as a comic book writer, um, and he currently writes. Um, what is he currently writing? He's currently writing Justice League for DC Comics. Okay. Um, he just writes like big, fun, rock and roll kind of, you know, smash you in the face comic books, yeah. and they're great fun. That I I enjoy how your list and my list have zero things in common. Exactly. I mean, I genuinely Mine. enjoy that. I think yeah. it's delightful. Dave. Mine won't really either. Um. <laughs> all right. So, I actually I didn't. I was looking around on Goodreads real quick just to see if there's anything that would contradict what I wrote originally. So, all right. I got Teddy Roosevelt because he was. I mean, yes, we know him as president. Uh, but I just think he would just be a party in a similar way to Hemingway. Uh. Not 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 the drinking, just like the storytelling. You feel like the guy has lived life. Do you think it's he would cre- be a fun hanger, like one of those guys who just bloviates and dominates the conversation? You got like big voice Teddy at the end You'd of the table, like, "All right, everybody, did you hear about my adventure to, to the Serengeti?" And you're like, "I knew he up, was. Teddy. I knew he was going to knock, you know, one of mine right here." No, no, I think I think he would dominate he the conversation Burgundy? absolutely. But that's the whole point. Like, I want to hear from him. <laughs> is he Ron Burgundy? I would want to hear. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, by the way, before I even started, too, I thought, Kind like, of a big deal, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> See how good I look. <laughs> Got some breaking news. <laughs> anyway, Dave, you were saying. 
I thought like, well, there's a lot of comedians who've written books, but like that's not fair because you don't like them because of what they wrote or whatever they did in you relation read the book to writing. Because they're a comedian. Yeah, because they're comedians. Yeah. Right. So that you can't do them. Right. All right. So um, Harper Lee, because I just want to know for sure that she did not <laughs> um, endorse uh, the second book being published. Um, mm. Go set a watchman. Um, yeah. I, I just want it. that confirmed. Yeah. No, I didn't. I refuse to read yeah. it because I don't believe she said this should be published. I think if you didn't publish it way back then or even somewhere in that zone, you didn't want it published. And yeah, really she dies mysteriously that within that you know few months after the book coming out. Oh, yeah. Or few months someone before, moving her hand, like is she writing this or signing this contract? Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I, I'm i just curious. That's like the random one. I don't. I mean, conversationally, also, sure. Also, I think it would be fascinating to talk to Harper Lee because it's the one, like it's a seminal book and then nothing else. Right. Like the mindset of that person, like just- Can you do the, that? The life of the person, like what was her life like prior and then yeah. post yeah. Uh, To Kill a Mockingbird? Because yeah. that's I guess that's all she ever wrote. Right. Yeah. So. You know, I I, I then thought like, I, oh, I wrote down, you're gonna laugh. First I wrote was Shakespeare. I'm like, oh gosh, that would be annoying. <laughs> You know what I mean? I mean? You could ask. I know. You I could ask him so if he annoying. actually wrote his plays. Uh, that's true. I just you don't could. Care. Yeah, but he would lie to me. He would like quote something that he already wrote. Uh, so or that's I would not, or say, that's somebody else wrote, and you wouldn't know the difference. Mm. Yeah, um, uh, I would say like David McCullough. He's still alive. You know, historian. I just love uh, hearing him interviewed. Is fascinating. I think he would be the conversationalist yeah. um, about things of history as opposed to Teddy just talking to me, and I would be entertained either which way. But I love David McCullough. I love hearing him interviewed. He's fascinating. And then he would write a book called Dinner with Teddy. Yeah, that's right. And sell millions <laughs> off the idea I introduced. He wrote a Absolutely. book called Mornings on Horseback, which was about the upbringing of Teddy. That's which was, true. It wasn't that's one of true. McCullough's better, but No, Teddy, it was an early one. Yeah, yeah just, I know, in the 80s he wrote it or something. Yeah. It, was, it was just a little mundane. Yeah. But it wasn't bad. Yeah. Yeah, mm. there yes, you go. There was zero overlap between our list. That's fun. Right. That's okay. Yeah, I like it. Okay, he, here you go. Keep I, going. I kind of answered this for me, but I'll find another one. All right. If you got the chance to talk to one of these people and you could only ask one question, what would it be? So one of the people you okay, just so named. We well, yeah, one of the people oh, named that you had dinner. What, if you could only question. ask one question, what would it be? Ow. That's, uh, that's so mine, I, I'm, I'm going to come up with a new one, but my Harper Lee one would be that yeah, what I explained. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Um, I would ask Leif Anger, hey, can we record another podcast so that I can actually be on it? <laughs> I think that's uh, I think that's a Leif, good question. I'm going to text him right now. I don't. I'm going to text him that question. I don't right know that now. that's my actual answer to this, but that's the first question that popped into my head. There you go. There you go. Uh, what do you got? Well, I'm surprised you your question for right Leif, Leif wasn't uh, can we be, be can we be best friends? Yeah. Now you guys are already best friends with them. I don't want to intrude. I'm, you, you yeah. know, I'm left out. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Um, keep it purely professional. Yeah. All right. <laughs> oh gosh. I'm trying to All think right. of, on a on a more like actual oh. note. I'm trying yeah. to think of the, the the person I would have the most questions for. So my list again was Hemingway, Hemingway, uh, Anger, and. James Baldwin. Yeah, I'd have more questions for Baldwin than the other two because, again, I don't care mm-hmm. about the writing of Ernest Hemingway at all. Yeah. I think he is. He lived a fascinating life, and I think he would tell yeah. amazing stories, and I think he would we keep the party We just said dinner rocking. to have a yeah. good time. That's all it is. So yeah. I don't care about we're, that. We're not even getting the questions. You know, I think so. Anger is yeah. – like 
the way that he writes and publishes books, it's got a Harperly aspect to it, which is like he publishes a book like every nine years. Yeah. So he's not a mm-hmm. he's not a prolific author in that sense. And so it's the books are kind of like they almost just stand alone. And so he's just somebody who I would be fascinated to be around because I'm like, who is the guy who can write those kinds of characters? Yeah. Because that's mm-hmm. a rare feat. Yeah. So Baldwin is the guy who's the issues guy. Yeah. And yeah. he's thoughtful and he's yeah. dealt, he, you know, he kind of had a foot in different religious, like grew up in church, was around the nation of Islam, yeah. saw, saw this. I think I would just have endless questions for yeah. him about the path of America through the civil rights era yeah. up to like, where are we now and where do we need to go? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because Love the it. man was as insightful and incisive yeah. as any writer in the last hundred years. Yeah. Mm. Love it. Love it. I would just ask Teddy the basic question. All right, you got to tell me what's fact and fiction of how you talk about yourself. You know, <laughs> it's the thing about you know Churchill. You know, history is written by the victors, right? Yeah. yeah. And so, and Teddy writes like a victor, even though there was no he didn't do battle. anything. Yeah. Well, there was yeah battle San Juan. Besides, but, like national parks. Right. So, but like, if no one's there to witness some of these things, what really happened? You know what I mean? So there's yeah. a, there's a legend. There's a uh, yeah. yeah. I, that, you want to get past the mystique. I right. Think my question for I'm Teddy would be like, yeah. "How the heck did you end up next to those other presidents in South Dakota?" You know, you know why, right? Yes, I know why, but okay. like, but there's that's not a, really an answer. Something for him. He created a legend. You know, it's it's he like he does not deserve to be on Mount Rushmore. He's the the financiers were friends with them, yes, right? That's how it is, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, just like in a college, if you cut a big check, your name ends up on a building. Apparently, if you're a president, you cut a big check. And your South, face, your face, face ends, ends up, up on, on a mountain. mountain. And South, South Dakota gets tourism dollars. So there you <laughs> yeah. go. Yay, it's, <laughs> a win. it's a win. Yeah. Good, good for them. <laughs> Aaron. Oh, there you go. Gosh. You would have picked different people if you knew this question was coming. Yeah. I probably would have. But uh, what question would I want to ask one of these guys? I mean – <laughs> apparently, apparently, <laughs> so so listeners, it's this fun. is twice now in you know, our recording sessions well that there. Siri has uh, it rudely interrupted my uh, and both train times of she said basically I don't understand I, know. I don't understand I don't get yeah, it nothing. I don't get it I don't, I don't she Canadian doesn't. hey talk. Siri what did Aaron ask <laughs> oh Siri oh the answer I found is twelve seventy three B C okay, there we go that's, that just got really <laughs> weird but. Sure, that says, that's okay. Oh, Siri thought I asked, when did Aaron ask? And so 1273 yeah. BC is when the biblical and Quranic character, who is Aaron the high priest, asked mm. a question. There he we go. He asked a question in 1273 BC. Fantastic. Thanks, thanks, Siri. <laughs> love it, love it, love it. <laughs> there we go. So I would, um, I would not ask Siri any more questions, that's for sure. Don't say Siri mm-hmm. anymore. Okay. But uh, I think... I would really want to ask I'd actually want to ask Snyder I think what what is it that drives you completely batty about the kind of work that you do hmm. like just because it's a it's a can very he, different can he ask us that question back absolutely okay. absolutely <laughs> right. so, I would like to vent yeah <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I mean, this is the thing is, is it's a very yeah. different style of yeah. writing because yeah. I mean, it's it is. it's script writing over mm-hmm. over narrative or like prose. Um, and that's hard to write. Yeah. And hard to write well. But there are some people who just like that more. Like that's, that's their like screenwriters. Yeah. I mean, not no screenwriters usually write other things, too. But like sure. there's a lot of people who just that's that's their. Yeah. 
There I mean, I'm going to be medium. I'm going to be honest. I don't have a good question. Apparently like, not. well, clearly, <laughs> but I mean, like honestly, I just I I'd be curious about what is it that like I'm always curious what people read. Um, like that's a natural question. You for would me ask to him ask. Goodreads questions. I would ask. I might ask him who what, what writers would you like to go go to dinner with? <laughs> he's We're looking around. He's in. like, not these jokers. <laughs> He's like, I would like to be anywhere so else but here. So bad. <laughs> what are you reading right now? Who is your Jack Reacher sucker punch of the week? Those would be my questions. <laughs> we do have to. Yeah. We we'll do, get there. We do need we'll to get ask there. them that. That's for sure. Yep. Oh, so if, if there was a character that you would like to punch in his stupid face, what would it be? <laughs> We're going to pause on that Next one. question. Next question. Yep. All right. What's the one book in your library you would never let someone borrow? I don't lend any because, of my books to people because I never get them back. Well, no, I know because yeah, I've, I've had many, many lost. I'm I know, more likely to yeah, buy and I know where they are. I know who they are. You know, some of them are out of state, which makes it tricky. But, out of the country, uh, out of the country for Aaron. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I, What's one? Like I, I, I know be, you have it I for good reason. I would be quicker to buy a book and give it to someone than I would lend a book of mine. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, uh, yep, that, that's what I've done with Peace Like a River. I've just, I just buy. I'm like, I'm not gonna yeah. lend that out. I've got a yeah. first edition now, I, signed copy. I <laughs> I'm should, not doing. Yeah. Yeah. I think next time I'm at McKay's, I should just buy all the books. That yes, that you would. People would like to borrow, and then yep. be like, here, this is this is just a copy. Absolutely, for you. and it'll yes. cost you like three dollars. Yes, for well, seventy five copies. I was gonna say you're buying yeah. the high end books, three dollars. Yeah. No, I meant for of, all the yeah, copies. You buy out of there. We walk out of there yeah. with yeah. a bag of books for that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, one book, Aaron. Does anything come to mind readily for you? I feel like you probably have like a comic book that's like a first edition or something more collectory. Or is um, it? Or was it? Is no, there some really, sentimental no, value no, to okay. how it was given yeah. to you? Uh-huh. Why you want it? Beautiful edition. I don't know. I mean, there's not a lot of stuff that I that I like to like. I don't have a lot of stuff that is that is. In that, like, so it's like for the most part, it's yeah. just like I'm fine to to let you read whatever. And you're assuming um, you could easily get a copy again, yeah, from somewhere else. Yeah, okay. yeah. I have a handful of books that have been given to me that that were like I have the the complete yeah. works of Jonathan Edwards, a two volume set that my dad gave to me. And he mm-hmm. wrote a little note in the front. Oh. Like nobody's ever yeah. borrowing those from no. me. No, if you touch them on my shelf, I might stab you in the hand. Like yeah. I just. Yeah. It, those are those are those are sort of a no fly zone. Yeah, uh, sure. I see. mean, my Virgil Wander copy would probably fall into that category because it's no because yeah, it's, it's signed. signed. Yeah, yeah, anything signed. Oh, sure. These are such jerks. I know. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know. Let me think. Um, I think yeah, I think it would just have to be that in terms of yeah. like the the hard no, not ever. Yeah, yeah. you know, because I think another way to phrase this would be like, if you you know. If you absolutely had to get rid of all your books, like what are the last ones to go? And it would be those. Like I would get yeah. free in whatever context. But in general, I'll buy you a book before I lend you a book. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's just yeah. That's just the Fair. reality. Because I'm never yeah. – like, I've lent a handful of books. I have a Lord of the Rings set. It shows like the cheap paperback set and it's missing – the two towers because I lent it to someone in college oh. and they never returned it. And I know oh. who he is. Are you going to call him out on this podcast? No. Because I'm not that kind of person on this podcast. He's a good, on the happy he's a good person. <laughs> and uh, I'm I'm improving as a person. That was my, yeah. that was one of that was one of my New Year's person. resolutions. I like this is the uh, this is the this is the podcast where where Barnabas shows all of his virtuous qualities. He is and, virtuous. Uh, wow. The happy rant is all of we're my gonna vice make, qualities. <laughs> we're gonna make note of this right here. This is me being oh, virtuous. Yeah. Yes. Anyway, mm-hmm. that was that was yeah. when I learned the don't lend books lesson. It was yeah whatever that was yeah was 17 years ago. <laughs> I don't have a uh, 
I mean, there's a handful of history books that are just, you know, first edition, beautiful hardcovers. They're, yeah. You know, they're $30, $40 if you buy them MSRP um, that I love. That's I just, retail price and I've for lost. listeners. MSRP thank you. is... Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. A um, little inside baseball. Yes, yeah. thank you. So, you know, I'd put... Yeah. So the one I think of that someone took, thank you, was uh, John Meacham's American Lion. was not signed, but, uh, but I, I still was mad because... I love that book. Mm. Uh, so I will go with, yeah, one of McCullough's, probably John Adams, which actually is, yeah, John Adams probably. Yeah, I love it. All right. It's such an excellent bio. There you go. All right, cool. next one. Um, bu- 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 All right, which books do you enjoy reading aloud? Either to yourself, your kids. Ooh. I'm going to leave that open-ended. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, and this is books, plural. Mm-hmm. So if you got a handful, that's fine. Aaron, anything yeah. come to mind for you? Um, I mean, just in general, anything that just has really delightful sentences, um, I'll enjoy reading. Does any that. Does any one come to mind as an example? I'm, I'm trying to think. Of, I'm trying to think of one specifically. That was me stalling. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Fair enough. So yeah. Okay. okay. I, I'm I'm going to do an early. What are you reading right now? Yeah. yeah. Uh, although I did finish it. Uh, Marilyn Robinson's Gilead. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and so you did read it? No. Yes. I made it about eight sentences into I, one of okay. read Robinson's like, books. Okay. One of so, the essays in it because I had a reason so to. So here's, here's my review. And I felt like, wow, 250 pages of essays of father writing to son. It's so beautiful for the first 100 pages. And I absolutely, it's something you want to read aloud. You can hear it. You can hear the voice, everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but... It's just too much, you know. You can, that's a lot, and there's a lot of wisdom in. It's beautiful, but mm-hmm. it's just too much. I feel like that's yeah. just sort of, yeah. She's reading her as like it's like reading fictionalized John Owen or something like that. That's kind <laughs> mm-hmm. of my sense of it. I'm like, I mean, it's deep. I'm it's like, very there's impressive. a lot here, yeah. mm-hmm. and I am yeah. not enjoying this experience. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was glad to be done, but I also like, wow, this is, yeah, this is beautiful. This is really well earned. You can see why it won a Pulitzer yeah. Prize, and I was like. Yeah, I'm done. That's good. Yeah. That's good, and that's fine. I was yeah. glad I finished, but yeah, yeah. but I, but I loved reading. I like that style of book. Like, of course, it's written like letters. You can yeah. see that yeah. happen in a movie. Most so, I'll go ahead. Aaron. Oh, I was gonna say. So the ones that I found that are the best to read out loud are usually ones that I can read with my kids. Yeah. yeah. So um, so that's for example, real. um, Barnabas, I understand how you feel about the Chronicles of Narnia. I don't but hate the Chronicles of I, Narnia. I know. I just don't think it's as you know, know. life changing as everybody else does. But everybody else is wrong. Carry on. <laughs> Thank you. But at least a couple of them are actually really good for reading out loud. Absolutely, um, that is true. I read all of them yeah. aloud to my kids, and and that so. was great. Um, the only one that was kind of kind of was um, and Horses was Boy. Horses Boy. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot of like long, weird, like because it's it's sort of written in this sort of a. a Almost a different dialect of English, very sort of old-fashioned, high yes. English. It drags a little bit. Yes. I, that one was a slog. But, like, Prince Caspian or Voyage of the Dawn Treader. Yeah, those are, ones are great. are wonderful um, to read aloud. Yep, those Anytime ones are great. Anytime you get to do a reap a cheap voice, whatever your version of that is, so much fun. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, um, those are fun ones. Yeah. Yeah, I, I resonate with that in terms of reading to kids. So yeah. any any story with multiple characters where you get to do voices is That's fun because right. mm-hmm. those are fun. And, and they just... Reading with kids, the things that I've enjoyed is like reading a book and then reading it to my kids. Yep. Just because you, it helps to read to them because you kind of know what's coming. You you yeah. already have the picture of the story in your Absolutely. mind. Absolutely. But it's just it's fun to experience it yeah. through their eyes. So yeah. like I read all the Harry Potter books and then I read the first 
two or three to my kids, and then they kind of got old enough to read it on their own. So yeah. I kind of handed off the baton. Yeah. The Harry Potter ones are fun. Um, but then the other thing is I <clears throat> I read poetry aloud sometimes. Yeah. So not like to anybody, but just like if I'm just reading it mm-hmm. so and I'm, my, my brain is wandering or like it's just not resonating, sometimes like poetry is written with meter and rhyme. Not always rhyme, but always meter. Yeah. And, and it just – it it has a like a, mm-hmm. a musical rhythmic quality and things come out of it when you can see like where the rhyming couplets are where the things you know where the just how the sentences or the phrases or the images flow together so yeah that's just one that i'll that's yeah. that's rare it's like you know yeah. periodically i'll be like this poem is a read aloud one not a yeah yeah not a sort of absorb it yeah Absolutely. for sure for sure yeah. um yeah i yeah we got it kids books Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, that's what I thought when I first read that question. I'm like, well, yeah, of course. Yeah. But so I, I have a question for you, Aaron. Yes. And Dave, this is a hypothetical for you because your your book is going to come out in 20, 20 years, as Aaron 20, said. And yeah. 60, the, the tell-all. 2060. Yeah. So have you ever done a reading of one of your own books aside from what what you guys did on this podcast, which was actually well, mostly Well, that was Dave. Dave. That, was, that, was, that was, was me. So um, I asked in this my because Kathleen like, Turner 1980s voice. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Um, it was good. Thank like, you. It was very smoky. Yeah. <laughs> That's that's another aspiration. Oh. Um, I I'm always a little bit weirded out when authors are like, you know, they go do an event at a bookstore. They're like, yeah. you're going to do a reading. I'm like, I've they're never read their own book. That just seems. Odd I've to me. never had to do that, and I never want to do that because it's like just there's something about it that's yeah. deeply uncomfortable. It's to delusional. Me. You know what I think? Delusional um, or because you think that it's going to have it's both mm-hmm. it's uh, you feel like it's going to have some uh, effect and you're like what do you what do you know yeah. I mean, that's not how people I mean, respond yeah. like, I mean the you only think thing... it's going to be this great experience yeah. for someone there like no yeah. it's not they they do want to get to know you they right. want to know what what's behind yes. the scenes behind I love, the inter- I love interacting yeah. with readers I yeah. love getting yes. a chance to speak on the topic of a yeah. book I love doing a Q and A right Barnabas what's behind want... that story yes, tell me more about that I don't want to read my own book out loud right and I mean. So, like when I when I'll when I'll occasionally talk at a church, um, you know, there like when I was writing a couple of the books that like a couple of the earlier books that I wrote, um, there were chapters in it that were based on things that I that I spoke on. Um, so it was kind of the inverse of that versus instead of um, reading the chapter. Um, in a yeah. in that kind of setting, yeah. But it was more like, no, I'm sharing I'm sharing this material, this content, um, because it was the right thing to share at that in yeah. that place in that time. Oh yeah, but that's different. That's speaking. Yeah, I mean, exactly. That's just that is a that's an appropriate speaking. Right. No, I I asked purely because of the 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 weird like author because that's another thing that you will often see like depicted in movies. First of all, all writers live more glamorous lives on screen than they do in real life. Absolutely. In real life. If when you if you heard the episode with Scarlett Hiltabite, I was like, when do you write? Because you have small children yeah. and a life and a family. And her and she's like, uh, I stay up after everybody else goes to bed and I write because that's yep, what that's, you do. You you drink yep. copious amounts of that. coffee and you make sleep sacrifices. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and so forth. So that's the that's kind of the that's the reality. But then on screen, it's like authors are like speaking. They're reading a portion of their book and people are weeping and there's 300 of them in an independent bookstore somewhere in Manhattan. You're like, that's literally never happened in history. So that's why I asked that question. It's good. That's good. All right. Uh, we're going to do one last one. All right. How about that? Okay. Good. What was the last book that made you laugh out loud? Uh, that's an easy one for me. 
because I'm reading it right now. So this will this will double as my or what a I'm book. This it is, doesn't be the last. This is uh, this will double as my what I'm reading right now, and oh. it's a, it's called Basketball and Other Things by a guy named Shea Serrano. Yeah. So he's a he's a writer for the so. Ringer. He's uh, there's some content, mostly language content. He's he is. A couple episodes ago, we asked a question, I think, about favorite humorous writers, and I hadn't started it then. He would quickly have jumped to the top. Right. He's, he's so funny. Right. And just his observations okay. about the NBA and then yeah. mixing it with pop yeah. culture, hilarious. Yeah. Yep. I like that. Um, Man Called Ova, I laughed yeah. out loud so much during yes. that. Yes. That's it. So. That's, that's both like a make you cry and make you laugh book. Absolutely. And not in a yeah. like, made us laugh, made us cry. It was wonderful. Like it's, yeah, yeah. No, no, it, it legitimately does both. Yeah. So, yeah. Cool. <laughs> All right. I had mine. Go for it. Wait, did I say what? I didn't I say what. I, I don't know. Uh, you gotta go fast. Adventures in Darkness, because just reading, it was reading it with my youngest daughter Ainsley at the time, and she would ask, "He's like, did you really do that?" And I'm laughing as I'm like, whatever situation he punched, you know, he, he like he's blind and he's pitching, you know, he's playing baseball pitching. Mm-hmm. It's hilarious because he can hear the, you know, and there's a bully who comes in. Of course, he beans him, you know, in the story, and I'm dying laughing just because it's the ultimate revenge story. And yep. So there's lots of like everybody great likes bits it when a that. bully gets his come up. Absolutely. Oh, I mm-hmm. laugh. Yeah. So there you go. Very good. Boom. Very good. We have a. Right. Do we have a Jack Reacher sucker punch of the week? That's oh. a good question, Barnabas. Do you have one? You do. And you I do. It yes. Text, yes. And I, was I do. A, I was in hearty agreement with you, so yes. I think. You All should, right. I think you um, propose the it. character of Kevin Erdell in. Um, the book Bear Town, also by Frederick Backman, who is now officially in the running for the most referenced oh, author. Oh no, Anger is clearly like he's he's so sort of far a in twenty nineteen. In twenty nineteen, this is twenty nineteen. Twenty eighteen is a little bit different. I, I don't know. know. That's okay. a good. Yeah, he's 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 climbing the ranks. For yeah, sure. he's so anyway. <laughs> um, Kevin Erdell is actually the character that, as you start reading the book, you actually expect him to be the protagonist, and he's very not. Yeah, without um, without spoiling anything. Yeah, and how he goes about being not makes him like sucker punch is not is not is not quite enough for this yeah, it's, kid. It's kinder than he deserves. Absolutely, by far. Um, especially if you're a dad, um, or a human being, or a human being, or a female, or a male, <laughs> or really anybody. This guy's ridiculous. The, this guy's yes. the worst. <laughs> He he may be followed followed closely by a number of other characters in the book, and then the flip side is that there are others who who are like the most huggable, like you just want to cheer for them characters. Yes, that's part of the reason it's a brilliant book. So, Kevin Erdell or Erdall or however you say it, in Bear Town yeah. is the official Jack Reacher sucker punch character of the week. All right, cool. All Love right, it. guys, um, we have to cut it short today, so we're not going to talk about what we're reading right now. We kind of did. All we kind of did. did. I did. I did right. Marilyn Robinson. That's true. And there I did go. basketball yeah, and other yeah, things. Yeah, we did. That's true. Right. We talked a lot about yeah. books. That's so true. You mentioned we're good. Some things. We're good. So, uh, guys, thanks for listening. Uh, leave your glowing five-star rating and review, and we will catch you next time. Bye. This is an area code podcast.